0: Yes, I am children. This is my podcast. And today we're talking about different countries around the world, (laughs) but mostly Europe. I told you in the last podcast that we were going to go after Europe. Europe, we're coming for you. That's what I said. What possibly could I say about Europe? that beautiful continent upon which are a myriad of nations made up of different peoples speaking different languages, all (laughs) combined together and ruled by one great liberal globalist bureaucracy. A bureaucracy that is a bunch of secretaries gathering together to attempt to impose their will on the others. Every time I sit down and watch these European Union Parliament groups, these people, I somewhat chuckle. I chuckle within myself. Because here's a bunch of nations who who have their own governments who essentially have agreed to ignore that fact for the moment and allow people who are unelected to make rules for them on how they will work together and what is required of each of them. Now, it's hilarious in the sense that when Brexit happened, that the British were basically saying, yeah, you know, this really isn't working out for us, so peace, we're out. And along with that, they took a lot of economic incentives that the European Union was not able to make up for. The difference, they were not able to make up for the difference. And so money was now leading their scheme. The money is leaving. What do we do? Oh no, we've got to do everything we can to thwart Brexit. Silly goose, you forgot. Nations are sovereign, they don't have to stay. What are you gonna, what you gonna do about it? What you gonna do about it? That's really the question. You're not gonna do anything about it. You're gonna cry about it and then you're gonna let them leave and they're gonna go about their business and you're gonna go, hmm, it's weird. And other countries are gonna take note and go, hey, we don't have to put up with this. We don't have to put up with this. And it's not that, okay, so, it's not that you guys wanted to unite and, and somewhat come together and trade with each other under common rules and create this commonality so that people could pass from one nation to the next unimpeded which is a facilitator for the transportation of goods across borders there's nothing wrong with that there is however something wrong with the implementation the way it was implemented it was it was it was corrupted in that essence by people who wanted to line their own pockets and that just doesn't work it just doesn't work And it's always liberals that do it. It's always liberals. Look, get your grimy mitts off of other people's stuff. Liberals are like the, this is the world over. Liberal ideology, the people that hold to these ideologies are, let's say you're sitting at a park bench in the park, okay? You're you're sitting at a picnic table perhaps in some (laughs) park-like setting. And there's a bag sitting on the other side of the table. And a random stranger, doesn't matter what color he is, walks up and asks you if that is your bag, is this yours? To which you reply, what difference does it make? Then the other person replies, well, I I was just asking if it was yours. To which you say, again, what difference does it make? knowing that you have already correctly identified that item as not yours. See, someone put their eyes on something that doesn't belong to them, and they want to look around, keep their eyes peeled, in case the owner is around. I don't know what difference that would make if you plan on stealing it, but this is what this person wanted to do, is rifle through this bag and see if there's anything good in it. The internet is full of of pranks like this. They set people up and they do this. This is what people do. And it's the dumbest thing because they've already, they've already admitted in their very opening statement, is this your bag? You've admitted that it isn't yours. You already know it's not yours. So why do you put your hands on it? This is what the EU has done. This is what liberals do. Is this your money? Yes, it is. And, it's, and you've correctly identified it as not yours. So they overtax, they have all these dumb ideas. They, they just can't help themselves but reach into other people's bags, stare at other people's stuff. What's that? What's this? What's in here? They just got that curiosity. They just got the curiosity. What's in here? Let's see if we can, let's see how much we can take from people. Yes, yes. And just in case they get mad, we'll import a bunch of people. We'll import some voters, imported voters. That's what we will do. We will import them. Where could we import voters from? I know we will import voters from Africa. Champions of civil rights liberals created a slave market in Libya to transport (laughs) (laughs) Africans into Europe. Then, when Europe was completely full of imported voters, they complained because the imported voters were busting the place up, breaking the laws turning the country into a shithole. The only countries that escaped this fate are the ones that didn't join in accepting all of these imported voters. (laughs) So this is a failed attempt to unite Europe. You've tried it, and it did not work. And it did not work because you are that person who is staring at someone else's bag and you just can't help yourself but go over because you want to know what's in that bag. What's Whose is this? It isn't yours, so what difference does it make? That's you, liberals. That's you, European Union. Now, the people that know are looking at you and talking to you, and you've shut yourself off. We don't want to listen. We don't want to hear that. You guys all have this big scheme going. Obama's got us. He's going to take us there, take us to the dance. We're going to get this. We're one world government. New world order. And we're going to run it. Because we're going to rifle through people's bags. That's who, you, that's who those people are. That's who they are. These are the people that see somebody else's stuff and check to see if anyone's looking. They check see if anyone's looking because they're going to steal it. They just want to steal. So that's what they've done is they've stolen. That's why, it doesn't, that's why what they tried to do didn't work is because they got all of these people with just the greedy little beady eyes. And just, oh, I'm going to have some of that too. And so now, so now places like France have young little Macron, co-prince of Andorra. That's an interesting title. Never heard that title before. It's weird. It's weird how that is. You must be born to it, perhaps. Perhaps there is some type of loose connection, as there most oftentimes is. Whether it's Russia with Vladimir Putin, or it's Macron, or or perhaps it's Justin Trudeau. Justin Trudeau's another one. He's a descendant. His family, part of his family, is descended from an illegitimate son of the French kings. Yet, here he is, and here Hillary Clinton is, well, it's my turn. See, do you understand what happened? These people are illegitimate. They're not legitimate people. They're not legitimate royal houses. They have a bloodline that is illegitimate. There's only one way that that bloodline could be made legitimate. Perhaps we will go into that at some other time. Perhaps we will save that for a new episode. An episode about the return of kings. And about how you'll get bitch slapped by those kings. Because you've got your hands on their bags, rifling through their stuff. So I start this episode teeing off against the EU and its ill-formedness. Ill, it is, it is ill-formed, it is not well-formed. Why is this? Why is this? Let's go back and look. Where are all of their royal houses? Where are they? There's a few of them left, a few stragglers left, still holding on to their royal status. And we've talked about a little bit about what a royal status entails. And it has to do with overall ownership of the territory, the reason why there's an overall owner, these people were not chosen because they were the coolest. <laughs> these, they didn't say, hmm, well, you know, the most popular guy among us is this guy over here. We should make that guy our king. That isn't what they did. That's not what, the, that's not what a king is. Okay? That's not what a king is. King is the man who is the oldest of the oldest family <laughs> that owns outright The land, no matter who has purchased it, the the right of eminent domain returns to that house. That's who a king is. He owns the land, thoroughly, thoroughly owns the land. Many of his ancestors have owned that land. And when I'm gone, you're gone, the other guy's gone, everybody's gone, it will return to those houses which are the elders. You see? So, they're not the coolest they are not the best politician. And so now we have, in France, a man named Emmanuel Macron, who is the co-prince of Andorra. A little tiny little <laughs> county, place, principality, if you will, in South France. Now, some would argue that this makes this person a reigning elected monarch. No. I say no. Because there are other people whose pedigree outranks him. But, once again, we go back to this subject. The subject is, these are the people who have their eyes on someone else's stuff. These are the people who had their eyes on someone else's stuff, and they killed them for it. These are the people that killed off their royal house. The reason why I'm bringing this up is because a curiosity that you will find is that right now, every country that's engaged in Syria and the Middle East is guilty of killing off their royal houses. Now, do you think that that's important, an important distinction? That other countries who aren't there, that didn't kill off their royal dynasties, that didn't kill off their royal houses, aren't there. Weird? It's weird. I mean, who's keeping track of that? How is it out of all of the countries in the world, only the countries who have who are guilty of killing off the royal houses are there? Wow. (laughs) That's amazing. That's that's quite astounding, really. It's quite amazing. What are the odds? So here's this Macron. Sitting in the palace, flying around, meeting all of the heads of state, being very important. They've invaded these palaces of Europe. (laughs) These places have been made party havens for the champagne drinking elite. They live as kings, they drink and eat as kings. When they wake up, with a hangover. They are not kings. They only imagined it. They imagined it. And just like a a fleeting dream, it went away, it was gone. (laughs) These are the people who are living off of the past. They killed off those royal houses, but then they romanticized them. Yes, remember those times, those times were so good, and when we were glorious and when our king reigned. You remember those times? They reminisce. Yes, we are drinking, we are drinking just like the kings before us. The kings of our nation. The kings of this kingdom. Which we got rid of. Now it is our turn, for there is no one left. Oops, wrong. This will come as a shock to you, but there are many left. And all of them in a straight line. (laughs) And they're all sitting back going, look at these jokers. They're laughing. They're laughing because it's like the children that act up when their parents go out and they have a babysitter. It's like young people when they get to school and find a substitute teacher since the regular teacher's not there, we're just going to act all crazy. It's a free-for-all. <laughs> That's what these people are doing in Europe. That's what they're doing. Now, there are some sane people. There are some sane governments, okay? It doesn't matter what who those ones are. It's, it's, it's very admirable that they've stuck up for themselves and realized, wait a minute. What's yours is yours, and what's mine is yours too? No. (laughs) No, that's what they said, they said no. They said we're not, there. we are going to put our foot down, we are not accepting immigrants, we are not going to let them, allow them to trample underfoot this great nation which was built by the blood of our ancestors. And they are surviving, and they are thriving. (laughs) So we've all learned a very, very important lesson today. We've all learned that there is a God and that he does judge the nations. And when they get together and they say, we're going to throw off their bonds. We don't need God anymore. We don't need our kings. Throw it off. We will rifle through their bags, cast lots for their clothes. Wicked, very, very wicked people, like children, though, who don't even know what they're doing, who are elected to manage, <laughs> who are elected to manage. <laughs> you're not elected to be the owner. You're not elected to be the owner. So you go around and you, when you tell people, this is what we're going to do, and you're going to, you, you're gonna be, go along for the ride with us. You're gonna do what we tell you to do. It doesn't work. It doesn't work because everybody knows that you're not the king. Macron. they know that you're not the king. Everybody knows that. <laughs> but you think yourself to be something that you are not. And that is entirely the issue, not just with you personally, but with all of this, all of these places, they, they dream about that long lost glory. And they think about how can we reclaim this glory? Yes, yes. How can you? That's a good question for you. How can you? Can you elect someone? Perhaps a young man? Like Emmanuel Macron. Yes, elect this man. He seems to be eloquent enough in his speech, even when he speaks English. Yes, he is the Trump whisperer. He seems to have President Trump's ear. much longer we got to put up with this we got to put up with this why before so macron is the uh one who is taking advantage of the fact that merkel is weakened and so is Theresa may and they've got this brexit <laughs> thing happening between the european union and uh, britain and so he takes this chance after being visited by justin trudeau magic unicorn justin He gets, he gets something stuck in his craw and Macron heads over to the EU, starts talking to them. Yeah, you know what? I better get on the world stage. I see an opportunity to increase my influence and power. Yes, yes. So what does he say? He says, oh, don't listen to those nationalists. Don't listen to people who are spouting off about nationalism. Don't listen to those who are spouting off about sovereignty. Really? (laughs) Well, let me tell you something. You think I picked this name from a podcast as a joke? Think it's just a username? I'm about to tell you something that you don't want to hear. I have some rental property in Europe. I have some rental property in Europe. And the people the management company seems to think they own it. So I have to stop what I'm doing and remind them that no, they don't own it. They're renters. And they're the managers of that rental property. So you can, you can get up in front of everyone. Okay. Now, no, he's saying stuff, but don't, don't listen to him. Don't listen to him. You can rally people all you want. Not doesn't change the fact. It doesn't change the fact. (laughs) It doesn't change the facts. I'm telling you right now, it's something you don't want to know. You don't want to know it. Because when you know it, you know you're through. Because everyone will know it. Everyone will know, and then they'll go, hey, wait a minute. We've been had. The mask will come off, and they'll realize they've been ripped off. They've been robbed. That that glory that they dreamed of, that, that greatness that once was that they longed for, was stolen from them by people who were greedy, who came upon a bag on the table and said, is this yours? See, they already admit that they have, that they do not own that bag. And they also admit that it's their intention to rifle through that bag for anything of value. They've come to steal. The Bible tells us about people who come to rob, kill, and destroy. That is the enemy people who come to rob, kill, and destroy. That is the enemy. Never mistake that. If you take those three things as the example, you will never make a mistake in identifying who the enemy is. The other thing that the Bible says is, sin is lawlessness and lawlessness is sin. So I want you to take that with you today. And listen, while you're listening to this episode, I want you to take that with you and meditate on that. And I want you to use that as the scope by which you look at what's happening in Europe. And I want you to judge for yourself what criteria, what, match what you see with what I've told you. The enemy are those who've come to rob, kill, and destroy. Sin is lawlessness, and lawlessness is sin. (laughs) When you have come to the point where you are able to correctly identify who the enemy is, which one is evil and which is good, then you will make progress. Then and only then will you make progress and perhaps, maybe, regain that lost glory. Those years, in which your kings reign.